hello. I have a really great episode for you today. I'm so excited to share it with you. And I had Madison Yunt on and we were talking about pregnancy and um, preparing for pregnancy, both emotionally and spiritually and physically. And there is so much gold in this episode. So I'm actually splitting it into two episodes. We're going to have, um, this first one out today, Monday, and you will get the next the second half of it on Thursday. So stay tuned for that. But even if you are not in the season of preparing for pregnancy right now, you're in, in the throes of motherhood, you're not ready to conceive yet, wherever you are, I would just love for this episode to bless you. And so I am so excited to share it with you. And I want to just encourage you from my perspective, you know, Madison is a wealth of knowledge. I really respect everything that she says and, um, was so so happy to have her on the podcast. And I just want to warn you that sometimes she does go a little bit deep. And so if that feels overwhelming to you, please just come into this conversation and know that some of these pieces may not be for you yet, or they may, it may be exactly what you need, but if it feels like too much for where you are right now, then always, always go back to the basics that I talk about and the baselines that are going to build your hormone health and build your um, capacity. And once your body is nourished, you're going to feel so much more capacity to do the next thing in your health or for your kid's health. And so I just want to preface that, that, um, for some of us, we may need a little bit of, um, space and we may need to start with, you know, the things that we need to start with first and then come back and listen again when you're ready for the next part. But I cannot wait to share this with you, especially the conversations we had around, you know, preparing your body spiritually for pregnancy and preparing your body spiritually, even for childbirth are just so good and so near to my heart. So I cannot wait to share this with you and I hope you love it. Welcome to the happily hormonal podcast. Now, if you're a little iffy on whether or not the word hormonal is a good one, you're in the right place. My name is Leisha Drews, registered nurse and functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner turned holistic hormone coach. And after going through my own hormone journey and having my three babies, I actually believe that our hormones are one of the greatest gifts that we've been given as women. And that no matter what you've been told, it's possible for you to have thriving energy, good periods, and a stable mood all month long. And I am here to show you the way. I think it's time to change the narrative around words like hormones and hormonal and start to reclaim the power that we truly have as women, which is the power to change not only our own health, but the health of all of our family for generations to come. Hormone balance doesn't have to feel hard. It can actually feel simple and fun when we do it in a way that aligns with how our bodies were made. If you're ready to start trusting your body again and feeling really good in that beautiful body that you've been given, then grab yourself a yummy drink and maybe a snack and let's do this. Okay. So I am so excited for this conversation today. I have Madison Yunt here with me and she, um, has just a wealth of knowledge when it comes to women's health, kids health, pregnancy. And I know that so many of us are in this season of preparing for pregnancy, having babies, recovering from having babies, helping our babies have good health. And so we are going to talk today about really like what is important in prepping for pregnancy and why 
we just both see that that is so often overlooked and really just trying to kind of like help you have a deeper understanding of why it is so important. And even things that you can do, maybe if you didn't prepare for your previous pregnancies, the way that you wanted, we're just going to kind of talk about all of that in a really like grace filled way. So Madison, welcome. So glad you're here. I would love for you to just introduce yourself. Um, for those of us who don't know your story, just tell us a little bit about you, your family, why you're doing what you're doing, all the things. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk. Um, so I got into this space about three years ago now, and, um, it was actually my pregnancy with my daughter that kind of landed me in the root cause space. Um, but I, when I think about my life, I, I was chronically ill, you know, that's my earliest memories are of me being like a sick little kid. Um, unfortunately, I just didn't know that I was sick. Everything was, you know, blamed on, um, oh, this, you know, she's just, she's just different or, you know, things like that. And I just had no idea. So when I think about my life, I think about the fact that I was just a chronically um, ill child and we just didn't have the verbiage to kind of describe what was going on with me. Um, and so then fast forward to getting pregnant, my first pregnancy. And, um, I did not like, I did, we were, were not even trying. Okay. Like we just got pregnant and, um, it was just, crazy. We were excited, but you know, then turned like the day I turned six weeks, everything got so bad. Um, I was diagnosed with what's called hypermesis gravidorum and mine was actually a mild form of it. So, um, I was throwing up eight to 15 times a day, but I did not have to be like, I, I was not hospitalized. So I was hospitalized, but not 24 seven. And I did not have a pick line. So because of that, I was, you know, considered a mild form of it. But I was throwing up um, all the time. I lost 15 pounds and I was having to get IVs consistently because I could not keep anything down. Like it was just absolutely excruciating. Um, it was so hard. One of the hardest things that I've ever been through. And they're like, oh, you're going to feel better at 14 weeks. Sure enough, at like 20 weeks, I'm still sick. I ended up being sick for um, the majority of my pregnancy. I think I threw up like the day before I had my daughter. I did get some relief the day that I had her. I didn't throw up that day. Um, but the whole time during my pregnancy, I was just miserable. And I was like, how is this what God has for me? Like, how is this how is this reflecting of me like growing life? Like this just cannot be right. And everyone's like, yeah, like some women are just sick. Like it's just, it is what it is. You know, like you'll feel better as soon as you have the baby. And for the most part I did, but then I had symptoms start coming back. And then my daughter had symptoms and I just knew that what she was experiencing as a sweet little infant was not normal. And, um, I knew what I experienced during pregnancy was not normal. And I just kept standing on that. And I was like, this is not the Lord's heart for my child. And this is not the Lord's heart for me. This is not his heart for pregnancy. And I was like, I know that something is off. So I just started praying and, you know, we had been to every doctor. We went to the top specialist in our state for me. Then we went to the top specialist in our state for um, my daughter. And they were just like, you know, she's fine. She's healthy. She's great. And I was like, no, like something is wrong. Like something is wrong. And I just knew it. And so I just started praying and I was like, Lord, I know that something is wrong. And I believe that you're going to heal us. I don't know how you're going to heal us. I don't know what you're going to do, but I believe that you're going to move on our behalf. And um, he literally said to me, he was like, I am going to heal you. He said, but I need to take you on a journey. 
And I was like, that's not biblical, Lord. I'm like, show me in your word where you are taking people on a healing journey. Because what I see is you touching people or telling sickness to go. I'm like, give me this instantaneous healing. And he's like, Madison, let, let me show you a little bit about the word, okay? And um, he showed me this verse in the Old Testament. And it's this story. And I can't even think of the names now. Maybe it was Naaman. And he goes to the prophet Elisha, I believe. And um, he's like, you know, Elisha, heal me. And Elisha's like, all right, get in this river. And I don't remember the name of the river, but it's the dirtiest river ever. And he's like, I am not bathing in that river. So like, you're insane. And so he goes back and he doesn't do it. And then he comes back. He's desperate enough for healing. And he's like, all right, I'm going to get in that river seven times. And so he had to go on a journey, right? Like he had to humble himself, submit himself, get into the murky waters. But as soon as he came out and he did what Elijah told him, he was healed. And the Lord was like, we're going to get into some dirty waters, but he was like, you're going to come out and you're going to be healed. And so is your daughter. And so those dirty waters are what I call my root cause journey. I just endlessly searched. And honestly, I didn't have to really search. He just brought everything to me. Um, He brought literally all of the answers into my lap. And um, my husband was like, what are you doing? Because he was like, you're getting better. And so is our daughter. And um, sure enough, we were. We were actually, so we were living in toxic black mold. It was hidden. We had no idea. And that was causing a lot of issues. So compound that, you know, that compounded all of my previous issues, right? So everything that had been there since I was little, and then of course being pregnant and being so sick and then being postpartum and not having any nourishment to stand on and um, just years of deficiencies and depletion and that coming to a head living in the toxic black mold. And then, um, yeah, we just started healing in there and it started this whole entire trajectory. I used to be a high school English teacher. And so I left that and started just helping people locally. And then it kind of boomed. Um, I felt like the Lord was like, all right, start an Instagram. And I just start laughing because I'm like, there's no way I'm posting about this on Instagram. And he's like, no, really start an Instagram. And um, I said, okay, I'll, I will do it. Like I'll be obedient, but like, I'm not doing anything to grow my account. Like if you want to grow my account, like you do it, Lord. Um, And sure enough, that's exactly what he did. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's wild to look back on. I haven't told the story in a while um, because I feel like it's just, you know, it's been established now, but that's essentially it in a nutshell. And now I help moms and um, other kids and my absolute passion, like something that sets my soul on fire is just redeeming pregnancy. Just, you know, I had, I just had another baby in April um, and I had hyperemesis with my first, I had no hyperemesis with him. Um, I didn't even have to get an IV. I gained weight. I gained like 60 pounds, actually, maybe 70 and um, I had just a beautiful, healthy baby boy. Um, we ended up free birthing him. And so what lights my soul on fire is redeeming pregnancies and redeeming postpartum because I think it's such a special, special time. I think it's a time that we are so close to the Lord. And I, um, you know, his heart is not for us to be sick. It's not It's not for us to bear um, sickness and illness in our body. We are supposed to be full of life, you know, pun intended. But also I do mean that like we are supposed to be vibrant and healthy and postpartum is so sacred and so beautiful. And I just feel like a lot of times that gets stolen from us because of our health, because of depletion and things like that. And so, yeah, nothing lights me more on fire than um, just reclaiming pregnancy and redeeming it for all the moms that have been sick and been through it and just had a horrible pregnancy, whether it was preeclampsia, nausea and vomiting, et cetera. So yeah, that's my story in a nutshell. 
Yeah. I love all of that. And I love, especially, I mean, I love that you, you know, weren't seeking this out and the Lord brought that to you because I think that that is a message that so many of us need to hear because I know, you know, this is a little bit of a separate conversation, but I know something that the Lord has been convicting me on this year through my children's health and through my health and through, I met medicine because we have mold. We have had mold. We don't have mold anymore in the name of Jesus. We have no more mold. And it has been a very humbling experience because I have always thought like, if I just do the right things, if I just do enough, if I have, you know, these healthy pregnancies and I have home births and I breastfeed my babies, then they're going to be perfect. And that has been a, like, it really has been a humbling experience for me to have to walk through this. And as much as it's not an experience I want to walk through, I can very much just relate to that, like murky water and that like, yeah, there, I know that the Lord has healing for us and he already has showed us just an incredible amount of grace and healing And as a person who likes to be in control and likes to think that I have it together, you know, this has undone me in so many ways that have showed me my need for the Lord. And so I don't want my kids to have to suffer for that. And I'm so thankful that he has preserved them and like taught me what I needed to learn. So I think, you know, this podcast is all about being able to like redeem motherhood and redeem our hormones and like see that positive perspective of pregnancy and womanhood and just know that the Lord's plan for our bodies. And I think that when we get in this perfection mindset of like X, Y, if I do X, Y, Z, then things will be perfect. That's, that's not how it always works either. And so that's not the message that I like to spread all the time because it's not as fun as like, you know, there are simple steps that truly can make you feel better. And oh, yeah you're not doing it wrong necessarily if the Lord has something to teach you along the way. So I just love that part of your story and redeeming pregnancy because even just our culture has such a negative tone overall about motherhood, about pregnancy, and especially about birth. And I agree with you as I've had my three babies, like it's just gotten better and better. And like having those experiences is so amazing. Hey friends, sorry to interrupt, but I have something new and free for you. So it's going to be worth it. I just created a private pod course that is going to teach you all about how to actually balance your blood sugar for happier hormones and more stable moods and energy. And I'm giving away the first two episodes completely free. All you have to do is sign up and grab those and you will have complete access right away. Your link is in the show notes and I will see you in there. It is. And it's so sad. Um, and I like played into the mindset too, like, well, I'm just going to suffer while pregnant. Like, it's just going to be absolutely miserable. And, um, I just remember the Lord stopped me in my tracks and he's like, what if this isn't me? What if this is not my heart? What if this is, you know, something being stolen? What if I am, you know, what if the enemy has gotten in here and I am believing these lies about pregnancy And I was like, okay, well, this is not from you. I want to know what is from you. And I want what is yours. I want what you have for me and my children. Um, And it does, like, there's such a negative connotation when it comes to motherhood. And even when it comes to our children, you know, our children's are burdens or motherhood is causing me so much nervous system dysregulation. And I just, I don't like to buy into that. Our children are such beautiful gifts. And um, I just, they're so special. 
And I think that our perspective gets lost a lot of times and we get so inundated with um, just, you know, beliefs and um, really strongholds from the world that we're being lied to about our children and motherhood and all of those things. And so it's just like, you know, I'm going to take those strongholds and I'm, I'm going to, you know, the Bible talks about taking every thought captive and um, taking, you know, anything that comes up against the knowledge um, and obedience of Jesus Christ, like take that captive. And I'm like, I, I'm not going to hear that about my kids. I'm not going to hear that about my motherhood. I'm going to hear what Jesus has to say about my motherhood and my pregnancy and my kids. And I'm going to have his perspective because it's so much better than the world. And when you get stuck in that worldly mindset of, oh my gosh, this is a brine. This is so hard. Like I don't have any time for myself. I can't do this. You know, that perpetuates that cycle of negative thinking. And that is so hard. But when we step back and we ask for his mind and his perspective and, you know, Lord, give me, give me your vision of how you see me in motherhood. Give me your vision of how you see my kids. Let me see them how you see them. Let me see myself how you see myself. Let me see me mothering how you want me to mother. And it's revolutionary. Like it's literally revolutionary. And there's so much magic in that when we have his perspective. So I, yeah, I hear you. I 100% agree with you. And um, I love that, you know, just reclaiming motherhood for, for what his heart is and what he has for us and our children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I love that. So let's talk about like, how do we start redeeming pregnancy, especially before we get pregnant? So I want to like really steer the conversation in that direction today, or like in this episode specifically about like, how do we prepare for pregnancy better than we have before or for those women who are coming in and they're wanting to get pregnant, trying to get pregnant, um, or like want to in the next year or so, like, where do we start with that redeeming pregnancy before it even happens? Yeah. So I will talk about the physical, um, but I, I want to talk about the spiritual as well. Um, so I'll start with the physical and then don't let me forget to go into the spiritual because I think that um, we focus on on the physical too much and we forget how um, everything really is is spiritual. But in terms of physically, so, you know, <laughs> our Western medical system does not do a good job. They're like, yeah, just get off the pill um, and, you know, you'll you'll be fine. You can get pregnant after that. If you can't get pregnant in a year of trying, we'll come back and see. And so that's just really unhelpful, in my opinion. Um, but the first thing that I would say is, what are you eating? Because and it's not even like, you know, you you have to eat 100 percent organic or all of that. But it's how much are you eating? How often are you eating? Because you need to be nourished. You need a high calorie intake most of the time. I see women in my practice, and I know you do too, where they are chronically under eating. They've been under eating their whole entire life. They've been under eating. They've been over exercising. They're over stressing and all these things. And they just do not have enough fuel for themselves, let alone going into sustaining um, a really wonderful pregnancy. And so what are you eating? How, How much are you eating? Same thing with drinking. So many of us are chronically um, dehydrated. We just do not have enough electrolytes and enough minerals in our system. And I came from like the, um, you know, the fitness like part of the world where I was doing like high intensity exercising. I was drinking a gallon of reverse osmosis water a day and I was just flushing out my minerals and I had no idea going into um, pregnancy what I was doing just by literally not fueling myself and not hydrating myself. And so those two things are absolutely foundational. And then with that blood sugar regulation, I cannot emphasize blood sugar regulation enough. 
pre-pregnancy and then also when you are pregnant, because that in and of itself, making sure your blood sugar is stable, eating a balanced meal, having enough protein in your system is going to be so crucial for your liver. It's going to help support your hormones. So many women in my practice that come to me with nausea and vomiting, they're not eating enough protein. And we add in that protein and they're like, wow, okay, I'm not nauseous anymore. And so for a lot of women, it's literally just that protein. Like protein is key. It is so important for our body. It's so important for our babies. It's important for their their brains, for their bone development. Um, And then our blood sugar regulation is gonna help with everything. So when our blood sugar is dysregulated, that is going to cause hormonal issues. That is gonna cause an increase of histamine, histamine and blood sugar um, are really a vicious cycle. So if your blood sugar drops, histamine is going to rise. And um, histamine is not always a bad thing, but in excess, it is a bad thing. And you never want excess histamine in pregnancy because it's going to cause issues, not just for baby, but also for mom. So high histamine in pregnancy is related to preeclampsia. It's related to nausea and vomiting. It's related to hypermesis gravidarum. All of these negative pregnancy conditions can be related to high histamine. And so regulating your blood sugar is one way to keep histamine at bay, to keep it from rising and to keep our hormones and our liver happy. Um, And when we don't have to focus on when our body doesn't have to, you know, release extra glucose and um, our liver has to do extra work when our blood sugar is in balance, it can focus on what it needs to do for baby. And so eating, drinking, just those two things and, you know, balancing blood sugar are so important. And starting that before your pregnancy is really going to lay a healthy foundation when you are pregnant. And so you're already used to that. You already have a routine and that habit of, okay, you know what? I, I want 30 grams for breakfast this morning. Um, you've already started that. And that's, that's really a minimum for women that I see in my practice. Most of the time they're eating closer to like 15 or 20, but shooting for 30 to 40 grams of protein at every single meal is really game changer for honestly everyone. Um, a lot of the men that I see are not eating enough protein either. Um, kids normally are not eating enough protein. Everything is so carb heavy or fat heavy. Um, and just adding in a little bit of extra protein does wonders for kids as well. And so those are the three things that I think are very attainable and tangible to focus on going into pregnancy. Um, anything that you can do to support your liver, gallbladder, and adrenals is going to be really help, really, really helpful as well. Um, so babies are actually born with full-size adrenals. It's the only organ that is the exact size with like that, that's adult size, basically, it's the only organ. And what is not talked about enough is that our babies really mirror mom's adrenals. So if mom is experiencing adrenal fatigue, mitochondrial dysfunction, etc., that is actually going to be imprinted onto baby's adrenals. And so getting your adrenals in tip top shape is ideal. However, there is a lot, mine were not ideal when I got pregnant with either of my kids, but I kind of like biohacked my way um, around it, thankfully with my son. So there's lots that you can do if you know you are in tip top shape, but um, just fixing your adrenals can be absolutely game changer for your pregnancy and for your baby, because that way they're getting an imprint of mom's healthy adrenal functions onto theirs as well. And then I said liver and gallbladder. So important because our liver and gallbladder process our hormones and whatever they do not process is going to be recirculated. And we don't want unused hormones recirculated in our system, especially when we're pregnant. They can actually cross the placenta and um, a lot of things can cross the placenta and just cause a lot of harm and it can cause symptoms as well. 
for mom. Um, and it can obviously affect baby too. And so anything that you can do pre-pregnancy to support your liver and gallbladder, um, is going to just optimize yours and baby's um, health. And so some of my favorite supports for that are, I love digestive bitters, especially while pregnant, you can get pregnancy safe digestive bitters. Um, but just putting some bitters directly on your tongue, um, not in water, but it's better directly on your tongue. Um, it will, it works more with a cologog. So it's going to act on bile, which is what we want. And, um, even digestive enzymes, if you can tolerate digestive enzymes, that's going to help both the liver and the gallbladder and our digestive system. Um, I love castor oil packs. They're phenomenal. I think that most American, um, most Americans can benefit from castor oil packs because of how toxic our world is. Um, and then certain herbs are great to support the liver. I love milk thistle. I love tutka. I'm a huge fan of tutka. Most of the people in my practice that I see really benefit from tutka. I put most of my pregnant moms on Tucka just to help with that bioflow, just to help with the liver and gallbladder. And most of them say it's game changer for their pregnancy, that they feel better. They have more energy. They're, they sleep better. Um, they're not nauseous, that it helps them so much. Bile is really, really important. And focusing on bile um, pre-pregnancy and while you're pregnancy can be really helpful too. I can keep going. So if you want me to keep going, I will. You just tell me because I was going to say I can talk about this stuff forever. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm over here for all of you who can't see me. I'm just over here like, yes, yes, yes. And for those of you who yeah. listen to the podcast, you know that because these are things that I talk about every single week when we're talking about hormone balance. But it truly, we think we have to get so fancy, but it truly is the same kind of across the board when we are trying to balance hormones, trying to have better energy, trying to recover from baby, trying to get ready for baby. Yeah. And I'm not going to oversimplify that every single thing is the same for every person. It's not. But if these foundations are not in place, you've heard me say this a million times. If these are not in place, the fancy stuff will not work. So don't be doing a million supplements if you are not eating regularly, you are not eating enough protein, you're stressed the heck out, you're not sleeping. Like You have to have those foundations in place for everything else to work the way you want it to. Okay, I have so much more of this interview with Madison, but I wanted to keep it bite-sized for today. We dive into minerals and more of the spiritual aspect of preparing for pregnancy in the next interview. So I hope to see you there. And as always, remember that nothing that we talk about on this podcast is specific medical advice for you. And you always need to work with a trusted practitioner and trust your own gut, use your own judgment when it comes to making changes for you or for your baby. And don't forget to drop a five-star review below because it makes such a difference in getting this podcast out to lots more mamas like you.